0: Alrighty, let's go. Welcome to Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. If this is your first time listening, the Heavy Sweater Podcast is a deep dive in the beginnings of musicians and bands of the heavy variety, and this week you already fucking know, dog. It is Future Static. I had a fucking really cool sit-down chat with Kira and Ryan from Future Static. Kira plays bass, does vocals, Ryan plays guitar, both really interesting people. Really good chat. I love when I do these with people I don't know. I love them when I do them with people I do know because they become really unhinged. But this was my first time talking to Ryan and Kira. Um, I'd never like spoken to either of them before in any capacity. So it was really nice to just be like, these are two people I don't know. We're going to have a chat about the one thing that brings us all together. You, the listener, me, the recorder, slash musician the guest slash musician heavy music that's what it's all about that's what it's all about baby that's what it's all about baby um yeah heavy <laughs> it's so dumb heavy music is what unifies this community which is fucking sick right nothing more in this world that i love heavy music itchy bun number one anyway I didn't think this interview was going to happen in all honesty. I'm going to be real with you right now. Um, a couple of months ago, I got asked to talk to future static when they put out their cover of daddy Yankees, gasolina. Cause I thought that was fucking insane. As soon, like and I talk about it in the episode with Ryan and Kira. I was like, of all covers. That's, that is one I did not expect. Gasolina, daddy Yankee, excuse me. What do you mean? Crazy song. Catchy song old song but fucking awesome had forgotten it existed until i got the email with the press release saying gasolina by future static i was like what do you mean this is sick right but unfortunately i had a bit of a mental health turn and i was i lined up the day and when it came to put down the time i just could not write the email back um and that's on me you know there's a couple of things that's happened in the last year that like if I had just gotten out of my own way and put, I guess, like myself into check or spoken about my ongoing problems uh, that like maybe things this year would have been kind of different or the last year been kind of different musically um, with the podcast uh, personally, you know, just one of those things to think about. That's not your problem. It's not your burden to bear. It's mine. Um, but yeah, so when I got the email again to talk to them about their, their album, I was like, fuck yes, of course I am. Day time. Let's go. Uh, zoom link. Let's go because they're in Melbourne. I'm in Brisbane. Obviously cannot talk in person. So zoom link is what it had to be. Um, uh, you know, for real, if you don't like the zoom ones, let me know if you like them. Fucking keep listening. Tell your friends. Uh, (laughs) But they have a new album out very soon. If you're listening to this, the day of release, Thursday, the 23rd of November. They have an album coming out on Friday, the 24th of November. Yeah. Get it. Um, Luminality is coming out on the 24th of November. They have a couple of songs out at the moment as of the recording of this episode, right? Go listen to them. Refresh. Pre-save you know, add it to your library, if you're an Apple person, if you're elite, and you're an Apple person, and then just do that, um, and listen to it when it comes out, tell them how good it is, tell them that you like the episode, you know, tell me you like the episode, I don't know, I'm just talking right now, we're just gonna figure it out together, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm fucking, I'm really tired, (laughs) I'm really fucking tired, uh, but, This isn't about me. This is about Future Static and their episode of the Heavy Sweater Podcast, and you're listening to that right now. So you know what? I'm two days late, brother. Brother in Christ, we're all children of God. I'm two days late. I hit the catchphrase right now. You ready? With that being said, it's Thursday, and you know what that means. (gasps) Baby! Hey, how you doing? Yeah,
1: good, yeah. thanks, man. How are you?
0: Good, good. How are you? Good. Yeah, good. Sick, sick. <laughs> well, uh, we've got Ryan and Kira from Future Static on the pod this week. We'll uh, get into the beginnings of heavy music for both of you. It doesn't have to be like crazy heavy, like fucking like, death metal and shit, but do you remember the first heavy-ish band you remember hearing that you were like, oh, fuck, what's all that about? And like sparked... The music
1: brain for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you wanna go first, Kira? Or
2: sure, oh, yeah. Um, probably I think I got into heavy music through like hot punk. So okay. I had my my fall out boy, panic, my chem kind of emo shit. Yeah, fuck year. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> and then uh probably I think I think maybe like late high school. Yeah, I graduated in 2014 and that was when Semper Journal came out and, like, really okay. kind of the, the heavier
3: yep. side of things, yeah. Yeah, sick.
0: Post-Jonah yeah. Weinhofen bring me as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, big no.
0: change when they went from, like, a blast beat band to, like, a, a really successful band.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. went from blast beats to money. Hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give the blast beats up for the dollars. Oh dude, I'd never want to do that. Never. No, never. I want no. I want Jackson to stay just as big as he is. Yeah. Just so blast beats blast, well.
0: blast beat bucks is what we want.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. it, man. Yeah, if dude. you go fast enough you hit enough ghost yeah. notes. Yep. Um, that's where the money is. You. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: All right. <laughs> what about so you, Ryan?
1: Um, yeah, similar to Kira in that when I was um just like a, a little whippersnapper. Mm-hmm. Um I was listening to Fall Out Boy. I think the first album I ever bought with my own money was um, From Under the Cork Tree. Right now. um, Ah. Yeah, uh, that CD just got worn out, man. If it was a vinyl, it would be absolutely cunted because I played that (laughs) shit so much. Yeah, dude. And then I got to year seven and I was kind of like um, listening to a lot of heavy adjacent things Mm -hmm. like classic rock and shit like that. Um, and a mate showed me a band called Escape the Fate. Oh fuck um, yeah! 2007. Yeah, that was a pretty good introduction. And like, um, yeah, my head like just went dead straight after that. Mm. <laughs> was, was
0: this like... was this Craig Mabbett Escape the Fate or Ronnie Baker oh, well, Escape the, the Fate? Oh, this is the
1: thing. I the first album I got shown was mm-hmm. Dying Is Your Latest Fashion. The which best I'm sure one is the same for a lot That's of the, the fucking best the only one. one yeah, opinion, it's the best man. one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this was at the time when like Ronnie Radke was like just going to jail and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so I'd, I'd heard three Escape the Fake songs at the time. Yeah. And then I heard the vocals of This War Is Ours. Yeah. I was like, no, fuck, that's a fake Escape yeah. the Fake, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. So sick. It's got fucking socks. Yeah. And then also it was just that, um, you know, it was that sort of mystique of hearing about Ronnie going yeah. to prison um there was that allure when you're like this little kid and you're always drawn to like the bad guy yeah you know you know when you're into like david lee roth just like being a <laughs> cunt on stage and like you know all these people it was just like that allure of like oh man this guy's going to prison this band is yeah. so <laughs> fucking heavy it's yeah. so good <laughs> yeah. um yeah <laughs> it's That's so real stupid year seven real stupid um, and then, like, yeah, Situations obviously was a big one for me. And, mm. um, you know, I heard the sweet picking on the outro of that song. And I'm like, oh, my God, no one yeah. will ever top that guitar solo in any context whatsoever, and I'm never going to be able to play it. Yeah. Um, and now for, fast forward to now, yeah. um, I still can't play it. Yeah. It's, um, it's been surpassed, <laughs> <and> I think. <laughs> big time. Thankfully, um, the taste has sort of, like, uh, widened a little bit hmm. to more genres of heavy yeah. and beyond, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That first Escape <laughs> the Fate album is so nuts. Like, even now, like, it's if a, I put it on, yeah. I'm like,
1: fuck, this is
0: good. It's so it's sick. It's
1: a seminal fucking album, dude. Yeah. Like, it basically <clears throat> took what MyChem did with, like, Three Cheers for Street Revenge and, like, just, like, put way more Motley Crue on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, like, it's
0: it's, it's a is it emo for bad boys.
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was like a really, really good boy who wanted to be yeah. bad. Same. Um, so i like, I'd like crank that shit in my room and just blast it. And I thought yeah. I was like pissing off my mum and dad so yeah. much. Um, but they were just like, "Oh, you know, he's found music. He's happy." I can. Before, like, I can confirm. I can confirm. my dad off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. My my, dad, my old <laughs> Greek dad was
0: like, "Who's fucking headbanging shit." You listen to, him, I'm like, it's
1: fucking cool.
0: He said it was a phase. I'm, I'm now yeah. almost fucking thirty, and I'm still so heavily invested
1: in heavy music. Oh, of course. Man. he sounds like, where's the mandolin? This isn't real music. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> sure. All
0: right, both yeah. ears. We've gotten, we've, we've touched on emo. That's the, the jumping off point of he, heavy That's music for way. you guys. What is yeah. your favorite emo band? If you are to associate emo with one band, what is it?
1: Easy. I can answer for both of us. It's Saison. Okay. I can answer for the whole fucking game, okay. man. Saison. Saison is a wild, wild. <laughs> <laughs> one. No. Yeah. I'm sure Kira has another answer, but right? it's, I don't it's,
2: abso- it's absolutely my cam. It okay. has to be my chem. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I, Actually, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big the used guy. I love the used. <laughs> But my yeah. cam, I fully get it. Saison was wild. I was like, "Whoa, fuck, we're going that deep in Evo."
1: <laughs> so good. <Yeah. laughs> That's the only crazy. fucking use song I know, I know two of the use songs. Yeah, um, the one is the Taste of Ink. Great song. Um, yeah. ugh, fucking three a.m. bang, you rock So man. good, so good. As soon as you hear that, like bouncy little beep, beep, yeah, beep, oh, so good. You know you're in for a good time, man. Yep. You just gotta like slam ten Jaeger bombs in a row, and you are just like, yeah. It's like what suburban mums um, do to Buck Cherry. Oh, yeah. You are know, just yeah. like, slamming those fucking, sh- I don't know, what's like a... Buck Cherry claws. And such a poo floor. band. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so that's much.
0: That's so funny. So that's your Nickelback. Really-
1: oh, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> there's a really special place in my heart for like those kind of bands yeah, like yeah. fucking Buck Cherry and Godsmack and shit.
0: Yeah, um, like cringe butt so rock bands. Fun.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. unapologetically yeah. just, like, an affliction T-shirt. Yeah, Ed <laughs> like Hardy style. Guy. Oh, yeah. dude, take me back. Chris <laughs> Angel Mind Freak, let's go.
0: Fuck, man. Do you remember? <laughs> all right, This is completely off topic of music. This is where the pods become, like, the best ones when we go crazy yeah. off topic. Do you remember the Chris Angel Mind Freak episode with the corn issues tattoo? No. So there's one where no. he's like, oh, there's this new Corn album out and I'm going to give you a tattoo of it as a magic trick. And like this dude just ends up with the Corn album cover on his leg. It's so fucking stupid.
1: It's, so it's not even a magic trick. You just give yeah, the guy a it's, tattoo. Some
0: dude gets a tattoo. <laughs> fucking dumbass.
1: Was it like, did he... Did he actually tattoo the guy? Or no, he, like, he was just like rubbing him in and shit, like...
0: like doing his weird, like probably a pervert <laughs> shit, and then he ended up with a tattoo. There's
1: nothing weird, bro. I promise. Yeah. The he, magic trick. Just was, yeah. Me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Chris I will have canceled. to look that up after I finish. Yeah. the Fucking oh, man, Well, from that's, memory, that's... that's what happens.
0: It could, like, this could just be my Mandela effect, oh, and that's not God, actually right. what happened. But in here, that's right what happened. Now, all right. All right so from there emo into escape the fate and bring me the horizon what what does the journey look like where you go from being a listener to being like I want to do that too
2: well i think when um when we when we started the band we were kind of pop punky
3: okay
2: which it, was, it was just kind of like i think that was that was kind of the more the stuff that like me and our old singer were listening to. We had like some some heavier influences, but it was it was like a, a pretty pop punk start. And then I think the the more we started playing shows, the more involved we got with the Melbourne scene. The more I think we leaned towards other local bands that were like heavier as well, as well as okay. our music team as well. And then when by the time we got to EP two, um. Ryan was just all in on the breakdowns instead of the the classic rock guitar solos. And it was a very good time.
1: Yes, Yeah. I was, um, very into like the metalcore and shit in high school. Um, you know, your parkway drives and shit. Um, I was in a band when I was like 15 years old, um, which we were called, um, Heather Cross for a short time. Okay. Um, and then I left the band and they got, uh, lucky keog who's now an alpha wolf yep. in their band That's and nice. became earth enter okay <laughs> so <laughs> i missed the boat super fucking yeah. hard on that one um because yeah. like i was like oh, i want to focus on my studies but really i just like i just didn't want to do it anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. um okay. yeah and so you know i sort of i guess um in heavy quotation, sort of grew out of the of like the heavy phase and i was like listening to like silver Chair and like okay. post grunge and stuff like that um and then i saw a post from our old singer Bree who was looking to start a band like mm-hmm. i was i was 19 um i was like taking a gap year that was indefinite <laughs> and i was like um I was a little bit directionless yeah. um with what i wanted to do um, and so I'm like oh okay I like music I like playing it so why don't I just join a band and see where it goes and um, yeah that was with Kira and our old singer and yeah we started off playing sort of like I guess half sort of grungy half pop punky sort of sort of songs okay um, and yeah as Kira said before we sort of like um, you know we never booked ourselves according to our style it was hard because we were like half of a lot of things and not a whole lot of anything
3: okay
1: um so like we would try and be matched up with um you know these grunge bands from brisbane and we weren't like we weren't sort of like surf rocky enough or like grungy enough for them and then we play with like full-on like pop punk bands and we weren't quite there with them either um and then we just sort of like fell in with the um with like the metalcore sort of crowd um and we really clicked with them as people and musicians um and so as we went further and further playing shows with them we sort of i guess um learned a lot about their techniques and what they did Mm. um and it sort of like rekindled our passion for that kind of heavy music okay um which brings us to the present um and we're just doing that now (laughs) so yeah Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's wild I think that the the it being about like community and other people is like a really important thing because like I'm generally in my day-to-day listening like not hugely a heavy music person like I'm more of like a like an indie kind of person but like there's something special about like a heavy show live and like experiencing that and playing that is just like the best feeling in the world. So yeah, yeah like I think we're always going to end up mm. going heavy.
1: Yeah. And I think the cool thing about us starting off so not heavy and kind of butt rocky is that still <laughs> yeah. to this day um, <laughs> we're, we're still learning and we still want okay. to learn. Yeah, um, There are still things about heavy music that we, that we just don't know yet um, that we want to learn and that we want to appropriate into our own style. Okay. Uh, um, and it's just that mindset um, that I think is really important to the band, like mm. just that sort of desire to keep learning um, and just keep getting better. Um, not to say that like, you know, other bands sort of like think they know it all and rest on their laurels, but I guess yeah, yeah. there's sort of like a, like a chip on our shoulder from those early days. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, we're always hungry for for knowledge and power. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe not power, but, you know, knowledge.
2: I, th- I think that's also helped us as well Like starting with like a bit of mixer of genres That we're still like a bit of mixer of genre Like there's yeah. like a bit of prop in our sound A bit of other stuff Which means that like we-, we can still like play a mix of shows And fit with a mix of different bands And not be like locked into one, one sound
0: Yeah, I, like you guys come from a different side of an alternative scene Where mm-hmm. like a lot of bands start out and they're like This is what we are and this is what we sound like And these are the bands we mm-hmm. should be playing with where you guys yeah. started of like one thing that was kind of a mix of a couple of things and then yeah. just kept growing with the, the local scene and the Melbourne scene is so like deep of like heavy and alternative acts that like mm-hmm. there is a space for everyone to fit in and it makes sense. So you guys just evolved into being what you are now, which is still nothing like what
1: everybody else is doing down there. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Um, with like the Melbourne scene being, I guess, for lack of a better word, like accommodating to different mm-hmm. genres and different styles. Like, um, yeah, we've played with like Starve and Bloom mm-hmm. and like Nicolas Cage Fighter and stuff like that. Um, and there's just a room for, um, there's just like a lot of room for diversity yeah. Um, in terms of music and the types of people that you play with, which is really um, a really important thing. And I think it's something that we need to, um, champion and continue um, while you know we learn and grow and evolve in like the not just the Melbourne scene but like Australia-wide yeah, yeah. And worldwide we need yeah. to be promoting that diversity musically um, and with everyone uh, <laughs> who, yeah. who comes along you know and that's a really special thing about I guess the um, you know a lot of the Australian metal scene um is that we're all really supportive of each other Definitely. and if someone wants to go a different direction to what every everyone else is doing um you know it's not like an us versus them scenario um you know
2: i think i of... think that's that's how bands like thornhill are, are getting so successful Is like they're not they that you can't tie them down to anything yeah. they're going to do whatever they want to do yeah. and like and if you do that with with like skill and confidence then like like you you're gonna kill it like yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Out, out of nowhere, they just changed drastically and it was like, what yeah. the fuck is, like, what's yeah. happening? And
1: most people were, like, super on board with it, Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which is a fucking sick thing, you know? It's yeah. just like, you know, it's good. A lot of people are like, you know, I'm strapped into the ride. Let's just see where it goes as yeah. opposed to, like, you know... This, you is, know, this is the band I fell in love with. Um, I like your earlier work better, sort of. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that sort of stuff's like inescapable. You're always gonna cop shit like that. But like, yeah. I think it's it's easy to dwell on negative comments. Like, even shokan has got like some negative shit where we're like, we put up mm-hmm. a an album like a single art and we got referred to as like a, another band that's a little similar. And I was like. Come on now, like there's space. There's space. Like a band doesn't own a crosshair. Like this
1: town is big enough for the two of us.
0: The scene's big enough where everyone can eat. Like it's
1: fine. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, And I think yeah, that's um, yeah, that's a weird thing in in the industry in general. Um, You know, it's like there's this misconception that there's like not enough bandwidth or not enough space for like multiple bands or multiple people to succeed yeah um and to like for one band to be at the very top and to like win yeah. um music everyone else has to like fall into a pile and just get hooked on heroin and go nowhere and all this kind of shit no thank you um <laughs> and it's okay man like you know there can be multiple yeah. bands from a scene and, yeah and do cool shit yeah um um which is which is cool
0: there's um, enough shows, there's yeah. enough venues, there's enough headlining <laughs> bands that we can all yeah. get a piece of the pie yeah. and it's all fine.
1: Exactly. And there's yeah. a there's kind of a there's a place for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, and like Yeah, um it's cool and you know. Um well, that's, that's just my two cents on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I think to go back to the yeah.
0: initial point, um when bands yeah. do change their sound and people as like a large majority accept a change of sound. It's it's nice to know that like you can play your music your way and ignore the the little shitty comments of like, oh it was better when it was this or like the I preferred Adrian over Marcus bullshit. Like oh, regard yeah, regardless, awesome. like yeah <laughs> play yeah. your music <laughs> your way and if it if it works, it works like regardless of like what yeah, sure. the minority, the vocal minority has to say
1: about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um it's like what Kira was saying before. If you if you do something and you do it well, yep. people will like it and they'll yep. gravitate towards it. Doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter what genre. Yeah. And you know, of course, like, you know, there's always people who are gonna prefer like maybe the older shit or the heavier mm-hmm. shit or the the poppier shit. Um but the good thing is they still have those albums to go yeah. back on. Yeah. Um and you know, they still have those memories and everything associated with that. Um, but it's just they're taking a new direction. Like yeah. I was pretty um, hesitant when Bring Me released like um, That's the Spirit. Yeah. I went on to do like Ammo and all that kind of thing. I was a little bit like, I was a little bit like gatekeepy and sort yeah. of like, yeah, I like the earlier stuff. I'm not yeah. going to listen to them anymore. Yeah. Um, but, and then I cracked cracked all those albums open and yeah. <laughs> I found out much to my chagrin that it was really well written, yeah. well thought out music in general, yeah. no matter what, know you know what it. like yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Yeah, there's a reason um, that they're the biggest metalcore band in the fucking world. It's because they started writing really, really good music that didn't have to be ignorantly heavy.
3: Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was always thought behind it and there was always intent. Mm. Um but yeah and I mean like they, they're going back to the heavier stuff. Yeah. Um like that that EP that they dropped in 2020 was yeah. or 2021. Um, that yeah. that had some pretty fucking heavy elements to it. It was great. still sick. It was still really diverse. They were yeah. working with like young blood and baby metal and yeah. Um, what is it? The oh, uh, the song with uh, Amy Nova Lee Twins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: that was nuts. Um, I was like, fuck. And even that—that's not a heavy <laughs> song, but like it's yeah. it's like like to go back to Kira's point earlier of "Sent Paternal Hospital for Souls" isn't a inherently heavy song, but it carries weight. But like, and the song with Amy Lee is just, it's not heavy. It's like the last song in the EP, not heavy at all, super soft, but it's so weighty that it's like this fits within what metalcore is.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking sick.
1: Music is fucking cool. And you should listen to more of it. Fucking listen to music. You'll lose Yeah, exactly. Listen to you fucking dog. Yeah. Listen to music. Listen to lots of different genres. Yeah. Listen to future static. Listen to some fucking jazz, man. Yeah. Listen to fucking future static.
3: Yeah.
0: Fucking asshole. Even bands like sleep token, they've been coming up lately on the podcast, like as a point of topic, (laughs) but like, um, they're a band that people, I guess, now are like. They're a hot topic of that blending genres within heavy
1: music, mm. and they're like She's gonna be so mad. She's missing this pod because she fucking froths loves sleep. Oh, Token. I sleep.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I've um, late, lately, I've been saying that Sleep Token is like Flat Earth Theory in music, or um, their fans are like juggalos, but for breakdowns.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just real sad fucking juggalos. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, mysterious um,
1: jugglers, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, be. um, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's I just, just a like joke when people say like parsnip <laughs> instead of like, worship. I think it's, <laughs> but it's just it, it gives me a little bit of enjoyment out of every day, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, despite the ripping, they've really like blended yep. um, RB and like prog and metal yeah. and so many other genres. Um, it's not. My Cup of Tea particularly, but okay. I can appreciate why so many, it's like yeah. touched so many people. Yeah,
0: I'm so I'm the same. I'm not the demographic and that's fine. I don't have to be because yeah. there's Nothing's hundreds cool. of thousands of people that are, that love their music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I want that meathead shit. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking right like caveman death, riff, just mm-hmm. unga bunga just silly like, shit heroes, man. yeah oh fuck there's nothing better just give me that world. binary code all right and lately you guys have been up to a whole bunch of stuff with the gasolina single european yeah. tour
1: new album on the way you want to talk about all this oh yeah man we got fucking releases coming out of the wazoo yeah, dude. it's crazy because yeah. we yeah. haven't released fucking shit in ages so now like... and
0: now it's getting a lot of attention which must be so sick to like see it all like panning out i'm sure years of planning went into all of this
1: oh uh, mm, uh more no? than uh, less than you'd think but more okay. than you hope i'd say okay
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> all right sick cool
1: uh you know but, When writing your first album, you know, you sort of learn a lot of things the hard way. Mm. I think that one thing we learned was, like, pre-planning everything. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Um, But, I mean, like, you know, the album was written and, like, pretty much ready to go maybe a year ago. Okay. Thereabouts. So, we've had a bit of time to plan that. Um, And, yeah, Gasolina was sort of, like, the, the catalyst to sort of... Excuse me. Um, they just set the whole thing off, really. Um, which was like, was really unexpected. <laughs> um We said our... was So sick. Like oh, when I got
0: sick. the email from Nick for that, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, Daddy Yankee!" <laughs> like, well, what do you mean, heavy, Daddy Yankee?
1: That's fucking insane, Um, <laughs> <Yankee, baby>. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was um, that was a weird fucking time, man. I was um. Yeah, so we've like pretty much written the song for the uh what we did on the weekend compilation. Okay on their vinyl. And we were just um we would just wanted to get real fucking weird with it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um which we did. And we sent them song to our management, just giving them a heads up, like, hey, written this silly little song. Yeah. Um, for
0: Jason Burjo.
1: Hope for, it's fine. For Jason Burjo yeah. it's gonna go on a vinyl. <laughs> it's gonna like sell two hundred copies and it's gonna go to beyond blue. Um and then like we're gonna be done with it. Yeah. Um and I managed to heard the song and he gets us on the phone like, holy fucking shit, we have to yeah. do so many things, man. <laughs> we shit. have to fucking do this as a full release, we've got to get yeah, yeah. remixed remaster and remastered, and we gotta do a huge fucking music
2: video. We're gonna get That's cars so and sweet.
1: bikes and shit. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. Yeah, and at the time I was just sort of sitting in my car like bro calm down yeah (laughs) it's it's (laughs) this silly little cover yeah yeah but that's the thing we had um no idea about the cultural relevance that it had to amy okay um you know coming from Spain yeah um and speaking fluent Spanish and having that background of like sort of where the reggaeton guys and the metal guys were like the Sharks and the Jets yeah and the like dance fight all the time and like <laughs> just so argue funny. over it yeah um so yeah um wasn't expecting that one to be big yeah. i mean when we we're doing this like crazy music video with all the cars and you know the big party scene and shit you could kind of feel it that it was going to be a, a special release yeah, yeah. Um,
0: it kind of makes yeah, sense it, though like it, it makes it like for me it makes sense like yeah. listening to as broad of music as i do like to understand that reggae and reggaeton has like a really big influence in like early punk and ska music, that makes sense. That mm-hmm. punk also has an influence in metalcore and hardcore. So like the the degrees of separation aren't that far for like reggae oh, yeah, and heavy music. Connect the
1: dots. Yeah. Um, so like it makes like perfect it's bad, sense. But you know, if well, like just music in general is just like a time signature and some sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you boil it down to that, um, you know, in a way, all music is connected, and like you can know and hear that, fucking, um, you know, heavy metal came yeah. from hard rock, which came from blues, yeah. which was derived from jazz, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, yeah, you definitely can make those connections, but I think um, the melding of two genres that are just so seemingly opposite, yeah, um, was a special thing that I didn't realize. At the time, I'm just like this song slapped at Empire, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna rip it up, and then yeah. Annie can like rap Spanish over it really so fast because yeah, so that's sick. just something she does, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's,
2: that's the thing about picking a good cover; it has to be like that, like it has to be unexpected enough,
3: mm.
2: but also like good enough to make it your own. Like you just want that reaction of. Like a, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, and yeah, that we've gotten yeah. that every time. Like, every, yeah. like we, we, on the Europe tour, like nobody knew who we were. Nobody really heard of us. Yeah. But like the, the, the reaction for that song was like always yeah. off the chain.
0: Because I don't know. think I'd heard that song in the wild for like 15, 16 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So it was everywhere when it came out. It was like all over TV, on like MTV and Channel V and shit. And then just yeah. disappeared. And then email yeah. pops up, yeah. Future Static covering Daddy Yankee Gasolina. I was like, what, you, what the fuck? What do you yeah. say? <laughs>
1: <Huh? laughs> I think that's the thing that really, well, it caught people off guard. Because yeah. that song, it was such a cultural phenomenon when it came out. Yeah. But it had such a short lifespan, at least yeah. in Australia yeah, and yeah, probably the US. Um okay. And it just, like, it's still really massive in Latin yeah. America. Um. But, yeah, like, you know, over in, like, Australia and, I guess, like, white people land, um, it just kind of fell off really quickly. um, And then sort of, yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is, like, just obscure enough to, like, you know, make people spit out their cornflakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, But it's familiar enough to be a part of, like, sort of everyone's collective unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, but the reaction itself um, from it and playing it live to um, yeah. seeing everyone just go nuts for it, regardless of whether or not they know the cover or not, yeah. it's a really special part of our set for them. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate playing it because it's hard, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yes. Like, yes. i yeah, want to use my hands and my foot. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. When
0: I heard the the Digitech <laughs> you Mammy, I was something. like, oh, yeah. no, brother. You've done
1: it to yourself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, we played a gig and my fucking um, expression pedal on the Helix um, okay. broke, like, fully. God, and so I had to use the little, um, little stomp box. Yeah, yeah one of the and it was the worst experience (laughs) of my life man i was just like trying to balance on one leg like changing patches as i was doing it because i'm uncoordinated it was a bad fucking time dude um but yeah like you know seeing everyone going off for it um really makes it worth it yeah um, it's sick that's so sick Uh, yeah and then um yeah europe uh europe was sick (laughs) yeah i can imagine i can imagine from oh, what yeah. i've
0: seen like from like your guys social media earth Caller's social media and mm. uh to the grave social media i'm like fuck europe goes off for australian
1: heavies yeah yeah well just um heavies in general yeah yeah um yeah it's i mean like I, it's probably just like a population thing you know mm. like um you know here we've got what is it like 21 million people like I think
0: that. the other day a point was proven to me that it was 22 or 23 million. Yeah. So around that. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. But if you compare that to like such a massive land mass mm. that is Europe, you, you're gonna have like more people For going sure. to shows. Yeah. Um, because there's just more people there. But it it looks like a really sick time. Um yeah. and it really is just like another world. Um yeah.
2: which is, we were we were in like a little bit of a different fain to like to the earth caller shows and to the great shows and stuff because yeah, yeah. we were we were, kind of, we were in front of prog audiences like because we were supporting um, the umpric
3: yeah then, yeah. Um, yeah shout out to
2: the um, is, a, is a prog festival so we were kind of on the more metalcore side yeah, of, yeah. Like, a, a, mm. that kind of so that that's like a, a different world entirely but yeah they i didn't even take that
1: into account very very supportive yeah. yeah um but like yeah, man, the prog crowds treated us really fucking nicely um, yeah. when we were there. Um, so do the metalcore crowds, absolutely. And it's good that we can play to both audiences yeah. um, in that respect. Um, but, yeah, it was like we were kind of nervous about it before we went over. Obviously, financial, it's a big commitment. And, you know, as a band, we're not that huge in the grand, well, not that big in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. A lot of people over in Europe don't know who we are. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and sort I of worried about
3: the
0: the thing is with that is they notice Australian bands once they, like, I guess what we do with bands from Europe, we notice them once they get to a certain size where we're like, oh, that's a band.
1: Yeah. yeah we're like,
0: sure. we're here. So we're like, these are the local bands or like the big bands in these states. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They only see like the the top bands from Australia. So I get what you mean Yeah. Thinking.
1: And I guess we are a bit nervous about going over there before we reached a certain like size, Mm. um, and level. Um, and I think that was like, I don't know, we had it in our heads that we had to like, you know, like sort of release the album and then get traction there and then get organic traction over in Europe. You can't really get organic traction in Europe unless you go over there and actually like introduce yourselves to them. Yeah. Um, and so we made the decision and it was fantastic um for our for our like career and um, also just like as a sick experience we came we came home with man yeah I um, sure.
2: very lucky like oh I'm usually the person at the merch desk and I had so many people coming up to me saying I had no idea who the hell you were yeah. I had such a good time on buying a t-shirt and I was like that's yeah. all I needed that's, that's all we sick. want to yeah. hear. That's
1: like, so sick yeah everyone awesome. was so fucking nice to us. Yeah, Um, yeah, it was just a cool experience. That's Um, cool. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like playing in a different country and just being there, experiencing the culture. Yeah. Um, over there was just fucking wicked. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's, you know, it's the same for Earth Cola and Tooth Grave and everyone. It's just like a really cool, really cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, So if you're thinking about going over and playing in Europe, just like (laughs) get all that shit out of your head. yeah um don't if second you, guess yourself just do it yeah just be back bold. In
2: just, if you have to yeah
1: i'll run it by the boys uh, see what they think check yeah. their availabilities
0: show can't in europe you know
1: yeah, exactly um you know get a car loan Well, say yep. you're getting a loan <laughs> yeah. out for a car and just,
0: and just you know, go to europe, europe. yeah
1: yeah right. tax can't catch you when you're in another country
0: exactly exactly <laughs> and there's going to be no weird culture shock of going to victoria and having to say potato cake when i want a potato scallop
1: you know? I know
0: what a potato cake is man yeah potato scab <laughs> potato scab to scab. me only yeah i like yeah. that I think yeah. it,
1: it, it's the best of both worlds yeah fuck yeah. you hit the up the gravy spot in
0: ballarat and hit up the Tatey yeah. scabs and a hsp is that what they call it in ballarat no they, they call it potato cake and i was like i don't like that don't know, don't like oh that okay yeah, yeah. yeah. I but know i know call that. it potato or scab should... just as like a personal like... thing some fucking weird but it yeah.
1: does kind of look like a scab though. It does. And that you makes really sense. It's like deep fry. It, wow. Yeah.
0: If a potato had a scab, yeah. that's
1: what it would look like. You're absolutely correct, man. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Exactly, <laughs> That's a straight fact. <laughs> All
0: right. And the album. Yeah. Let's talk about that now. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. yeah. I was given, given the boy. songs that are out now, a spin this one, <laughs> no, this afternoon on the way home from work. And I was like, fuck, this is good. This is good shit.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, the, um, the album, once again, a fun experience. Mm. Um, we're sitting there in our first meeting after we'd signed with Wild Thing Records. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'd written Waves and Venonosa, and we we're just going to yeah. release that as a two-track and just, like, have it out there and get the ball rolling. Um, and we're in there, and our manager's like, oh, you know, maybe – you know we'll we'll slowly roll out waves and Venenosa, and then like maybe like an ep in a couple of months or like an album if you're thinking that mm. and i <laughs> think i just looked at everyone and i was like yeah fuck it man i'll write an album i don't give a shit <laughs>
0: that's a wild thing to say <laughs> yeah that no,
1: was crazy and then like lucky there was another lockdown in 2021 yeah. was, <laughs> like, we'd still be writing it to this day. Um. So yeah that's how that came about um and it was a really cool experience mm. um it was like really collaborative yeah um much more collaborative um than our last EP yeah so, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Fatalist, this, this this time around like we had we had um Jackson and Jack were like like in in the music videos and like part of the live show and stuff yeah. when Fatalist came out but they they hadn't joined until after the the EP was okay. written so it was kind of Instrumentally, like mostly on Ryan, um, yeah, yeah. and so this time around it was uh, Ryan and Jack doing a bulk of the instrumental work, with Amy doing like a couple as well, and then Amy's first time like um, building up the all the vocal stuff as well, and which yeah, she yeah. fucking killed. Um, and so yeah, as yeah. a as a collective, it felt like much more of a group project. It was really fun,
1: and everyone wow. had the chance to, I guess, like put their signature on their instrumental, <laughs> like leave their mark on it. Um, yeah. which was like, which was really, really cool. Yeah. It's like with the, with the last record, we just kind of sat down with CB, um, Christopher Vernon, oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, producer extraordinaire. And, um, it was just, um, yeah, we we're just like, yeah, let's do this, this, and this. Um, and it was sort of all kind of written in those sessions. Um, and it was like the blueprint was like fully laid out. But with this album, we left a lot of room for people to sort of like, especially Jackson, because um, yeah. when the two guitarists are writing drums, <laughs> um, it gets fucked.
0: Yeah. Um, I've been the drummer yeah, that's
1: had guitar players write drums for
0: them. Yeah. yeah. It's a rough it, time. It becomes
1: fucking impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so it just becomes that thing of like, well, I'm a fucking no man. Just, yeah. just play something yeah like and but that was like cool we sort of opened it up to jackson mm. where we were like oh this is like the feel we want to create with the song i know it's impossible so just do your thing and he yeah. did and it like came out really really fucking well yeah um uh, which was sick so yeah collaboration good yeah good. definitely <laughs> especially with drummers
0: i figured that out like going from drums back to guitar just being Mm. like i'm gonna write the guitar parts and i'll i'll write like bass line drums just so i can finish this track but you do whatever you want like it's free reign go go crazy do whatever you feel services the song And i think like it makes it more natural because a drummer is playing it the way a drummer would play it to service the song yeah for
3: sure
0: i think
2: the other thing is that we're very lucky to have like very good musicians like i'm i'm like I love watching my band do their thing and do such cool yeah. things. So to like let everyone like show off and do what they do best is yeah. like, it's so mm. special. Especially was, drummers.
0: Appreciate drummers well, when you can. I, Cause they're hard to find. Drummers, man. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're already they're in like, endangered. different bands, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Watching, watching Jackson in that drum booth was like, it was like a fucking dream, dude. Cause he was yeah. just like, Picking up on things that I didn't even think about in like my writing sessions and okay. like accenting things and bringing, you know, other instruments to the forefront. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I barely even noticed before because of the mixing. And he's like, Oh, okay. You know, um, the guitars and the bass are doing this. So I'm going to like, I'm going to do this. Um, and it's just the way they can sort of like further shape that. That sound and that song, like they they sculpt it even when they're tracking it. It is it's crazy to see. Yeah,
0: that's fucking sick. I love that shit. Just like how the sausage yeah. is made, I love that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Dude, so um, sick. Even like yeah. knowing how it all works, it's still sick to just hear how other bands operate.
1: Because no yeah, band it doesn't take the same. magic out of it. Like no. Yeah, knowing yeah. how to, you know, because you're seeing. Well, hopefully, your friends. Um, you know, yes. sort of create something and breathe life into something um, and, like, doing what they fucking love to do. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a really cool thing to just bear witness to, yeah. you know. It's fucking sick. I was, you know, I was in there um, for, I think, a day or two while Jackson was drumming and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go in there and I'll see if there's anything that, like, that may be missed or they my mm. he help on. And I ended up just sitting there for the whole two days just, like, yeah. watching him drum. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, you go. Oh, like, um, I don't know. know. (laughs) From my experiences, I feel like when I go to a recording session and it's not my day, like guitars are already done. I go there just to be like, I'm gonna make sure it's all perfect, like because I don't want the vision to get Mm -hmm. lost or not even like a lack of trust, but just to like oversee and make sure everything's going smoothly. And like when you have musicians that are pros are like so good at their instrument. You just go and you end up just fucking sitting there on your hands all day, like yeah, going through yeah. your phone and thinking of silly shit to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. I think, um, when we're writing cool. it to be there for all of the sessions, cause it felt very separated. Yeah. Um, you know, we we're doing all the different parts on different days in different months. Um, and so we, a lot of us didn't get to see what was happening on the yeah. other end. We just get like the sessions for the day or something like mm. messaged to us. But, you know, just like, I just want all of us to be there to like just egg each other on to do dumb shit and, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, just watch as like as the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: that, um, yeah. I, we I, I was really lucky that um, because I, I haven't done a lot of um, a lot of vocal stuff on yeah. on our recorded music until this point, and there was a couple of moments and a couple of songs we've been playing before we started recording that that I've been singing on, and so Amy was okay. like pushing me to sing on those, and yeah. just like every and like I I was very nervous. It's yeah. not like not what I normally do. Like I do it live yeah. on stage, but then you have like the energy of the band with you. Yeah. Um, but like Amy, there with me to like like egg me on and say, oh no, you yeah. can do it better than that. Yeah. Or like. Find little like other moments in other songs that we hadn't even thought about, and said, "Actually, no, you you do that too. You yeah, give it a yeah. go." Like just having mm. that kind of like support from your band as well It's like, like 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 I love singing, but like the confidence isn't always there, and so to like
3: Definitely. be
2: be constantly challenged. And the same with the, the bass stuff as well. Like I um, yeah. I picked up bass like for this band. I hadn't okay. played it before, which is static. that's wild. And, mm. Yeah, um, and and Ryan and Jack of like just because it's easier to go along with the guitar parts I've mm-hmm. written all of these bass parts as well. And I feel like constantly challenged by the stuff Yeah, that
3: they It's so worth it
2: in the end. So it's like, yeah, it's that kind of teamwork of like working together and supporting each other and pushing each other. It's like yeah, super special. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think um in our single The Hourglass um that's out, um, yeah. Really, really cool song yeah. that um Jack wrote. Um yeah, it was a fucking great song, and um, everybody everybody was full getting around it. And I think Kira, you wrote the chorus, yeah, originally, okay, yeah. Um, and then the demos, um, it had Amy singing it because she was like tracking all of the demos and all the harmonies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> on the day of tracking the hourglass, um, we get all the vocal takes back, and you know, we, we listened to it and we listened to the chorus and we're like, hang on, that's that's not Amy. Hang on. Is mm. that fucking Kira? What the that's fuck? Sick. That's Kira. That's sick.
0: That's so sick. Um,
1: yeah. And it was, uh, well, in my opinion, it really like kicked the song up a notch, mm. like not just with the dual vocals and everything. Um, it was just cool to hear Kira like taking lead on a song. Yeah. Um, that's so she's sick. Got a really powerful voice. Um, and it was just like, I guess good that you were both in the room there to capture that moment. yeah, um which was sick and that's something that like I'm really proud of on the record mm-hmm. is like you know it's it's a little bit of a risk to have someone that's you not that's not your lead singer to yeah. take such an important lead part.
2: Yeah, for um, sure. Like I'm, I'm used to like like I'm, I'm used to doing like little like side bits and like the end of chemical lobotomy, like the back and forth and stuff, like and like harmonies and stuff. But yeah, to to chuck a whole chorus my way was like, like I know that I, I like I wrote the part, but like mm. that that was that was like.
1: And you fucking <laughs> crushed
2: it, man! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <was> fucking <laughs> risk, and I appreciate it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, do you ever get the preset like the sound check? Nerves of having to sound check in front of the other bands Because I get it every show Like sound guy's <laughs> like alright give me something out of the side mic." and I'm like no. No. <laughs> no.
3: No. <laughs> no You'll get it when it happens
0: You're not getting shit out of me Otherwise I'll just scream that I have to shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> And like
1: mid set you scream They're just like super fucking yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, so oh, yeah,
0: But do you ever get that? Do you ever get like the Oh fuck now I have to sing in front of like Other people thing
2: I haven't gotten the balls to sing for a sound check yet. I just kind of yell out hello and and okay. do that over and over again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Because I fucking hate it. Even when I was playing drums, I hated like checking drums, but I had to. So I was like, they're like, oh, give me some time. I'm like, oh, what do you, what do you fucking want, bro? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to give you. <laughs> and now it's like just posting yeah. that I'm gonna shit before a show and then screaming I'm gonna shit before
3: a
1: show. That works, man. That's a truth-tongue attack, yeah. man. Dude. And, like, now that you made the promise, you've got to deliver. I've got a That's shit on fine. stage. You, you've got a shit on stage, dude.
0: Yeah. Go There's, Gigi there Allen. There is no... Bro, Gigi Allen is fucking insane. All right. So, my wife had never heard Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies until I put them on in the car one day. And mm-hmm. the song that grabbed her attention was Suck My Ass It Smells. And she was like, <laughs> what the fuck are we listening to? I was like, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. And she's like, what is that? And I was like, so... He's this guy, kind of <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, don't really know anything about him. He just used to cut himself and shit and throw shit and blood yeah. on people. And he died doing heroin covered in blood and shit. So, like, he's kind of cool. He was a fucking
1: bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Shit human. Absolute <laughs> yes, fucking awful, dog shit awful human. Awful human. Great performer. But, no. dude, when you boil it down to it, like, that's just... That's the final boss of, like, punk. That yeah. is, like, utterly yeah. just... Gigi allen and and then vacuum. homeboy
0: from dillinger escape
1: plan and then everybody else yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent, man um he took it to its <laughs> natural extreme far earlier than anyone should have like so, nobody should be doing that so shit much today poo. let alone like the fucking 70s um yeah so, <laughs> fucking... much, so much poo so much, so much
0: shit, so much piss. So much, yeah, so much guys blood, are fr- man. Guys are proper yeah. pervert. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. We'll,
0: we'll do a speed round of a couple of questions. Yeah. All right, and these are like they're not serious at all. We'll just fuck around. All right. Post show meal. If you're done playing a show, what are you eating on the drive home?
1: Back into life's
0: hunger Tamer, for hungry jacks. Hunger tamer. Oh. Fuck,
1: you. Two that's a burgers lot of food. Fuck. You Fuck I'll fucking move around a lot on stage So I need, yeah. I need to restore my body's right. natural balance of sugars and fats
0: Yeah, yeah that's fair What about yeah. you, Kira? Kebabs, yeah what was, Kebabs,
2: what was that? Are
0: Kebabs, for sure Kebabs, oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice Chicken or mixed?
2: Um, Lamb
0: Okay, yeah. lamb kebab, solid, solid mm. Tabouli?
2: No no, cool. I'm 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 a basic bitch. Just yeah, garlic sauce.
0: Oh, sick, cool. That's fine. All right. Space? That's yes possible.
2: or
1: no? Sorry, what was that?
0: Space? Yes or no?
1: Space.
0: Yeah. Yes. yes. Cool. I'm gonna say no. No space. All right. Okay.
1: There's too much to explore down here, man. Just focus <laughs> what even more, what's in front of you. That's why you it's cool. Fix that first. All right. And then and then you can fuck off. <laughs>
0: Okay, so not sure if either of you are familiar with this, but uh, probably about a year ago I got in some hot water on the internet for saying that Red Rock Deli chips fucking suck. They're shit. Kettle's better. Your favourite chippy, what is it? It's
2: a Red Rock Deli honey soy chicken.
0: They taste like feet, so I don't know what to tell you.
2: Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. <laughs>
0: i got a sign. I can't. Where is it? It's back here. It says, like, there, there. That says Red
1: Rock is hell fucked. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, I picked up a packet of kettle chips from the supermarket because they were on special. And the salt distribution mm-hmm. on those motherfuckers mm-hmm. is shithouse. shit house. You get one chip with nothing on it, Whoa. and then you the next one. And it's got like this mountain of fucking salt on it, Whoa. and you just dry it out. Yeah, you got yeah. a bad
0: batch, brother. You got a bad batch. <laughs> bad batch? Yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: know what to Bad batch? You need the honey. Yeah, you got to shake the bag like up, yeah.
0: You got to get the Who's honey sh- bag oh, ham. Shake the- Who
1: shakes the bag, man? Really? Uh, is that why there's so much air in it? So you no. fucking shake it?
0: McDonald's make you shake their bags to get that shit pickly taste on their chippies. That shit sucks.
1: Yeah, no,
3: it's
0: fucking stupid. That
3: was, yeah. that was dumb. Poo
0: idea. Oh. All right. So what's your favorite chippies? Other than you, you said honey soy chicken. You said feet chips is your favorite chips. So what's yours?
1: Are we talking hot or cold chips? No,
0: it's like bag chippies. Like, like chips. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, bag chips.
1: Yeah. Um, we're gonna have to go with thins, man. Oh, and no fucking Pringles. Pringles. What flavor? Original.
0: Okay. Underrated flavor, salt and vinegar. i
1: underrated. Like, is there any other flavor other than original? (laughs) No,
0: salt and vinegar. It's fucking sick. It's off its head. Oh,
1: dude, Dude. I ruined salt and vinegar for myself when I was like eight years old. I just like, I ate like four bags by myself when mom and dad weren't around (laughs) and I woke up the next morning Um yeah, it's completely alters. dry. Mouth is fucked. Yeah, but like I had a million little cuts in the roof yeah. of my mouth. It's a thousand ulcers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> treat
0: yourself and get salt and vinegar Pringles. All
1: right.
3: I'll, this is I'll a try.
0: recommendation from the Kettle King. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> the Kettle King? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All, <right. laughs>
0: All right. I'm assuming you both are familiar with the big four of thrash.
1: Yes. All
0: right. So if you had to pick your big four of early 2000s metalcore, who would it be?
1: Ooh, this is a tasty one. Mm. Of
2: oh,
1: yeah. metalcore? Yeah. Or... yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, um,
2: I don't think I know well enough. I think I have to defer to Ryan on this All season.
1: right. That's fine. <laughs> I think um, Killswitch has to be up there.
0: Howard Jones or Jesse oh. Leach?
1: I grew up with Howard.
0: Same. Howard is best yeah. Killswitch yeah. vocalist. Yeah. yeah I think, Without a doubt. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, not to say that Jesse's like bad or anything like that. Oh, He's a phenomenal vocalist. But
0: fucking Rose of Sharon, this fire yeah. burns. Holy Diver, end of heartache. It's just it's end of enough.
1: heartache is a fucking banger. Yeah, enough. no, Howard Jones for sure. Yeah. But you know, um, there there is room for two. Don't yeah,
0: hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then maybe, I mean, we're all australian so Parkways. Got to go up there.
0: But they're also, like, fucking humongous.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're fucking massive. Yeah. Um. So, but, like, in their early 2000s iteration. Yeah. For sure up there. Riffs on riffs. Um, what's another one? I kind of want to say Bring Me, but they were never really. Uh, they're, like,
0: Deathcore, Myspace Band. They were
1: Deathcore and then yeah i don't know that's a weird one mm. um maybe maybe honorary <laughs> honorary yeah. they're the fifth of the big four yeah <laughs> <laughs> um it's thing um probably darkest hour is up there for okay that.
0: that's one oh, i have yeah. not heard before
1: um they i i assume they you know like who they are and yeah yeah yeah, what they're about. yeah, yeah, yeah that sort of thing. it's just like they The Shred is just way too good for them not to be up there. That's fair. Um, Like, they've lucked out um, and had a lot of fantastic guitar players Mm. um, come through in their years and, like, deliver us that album. It's just, like, fucking Shred as fuck. It's like if Van um, Halen, like, started a supergroup with, like, fucking... um, like kill switch gauge or something like that that's not um, yeah yeah yeah. it's it's really <laughs> fantastic i definitely recommend that you give it a listen yeah i haven't listened um, to it in fucking years years and years yeah yeah um yeah it's just really really cool um let me think of uh oh it's a tough one it's it a is a tough, tough one.
0: one i've heard uh, yeah, a lot of yeah. people say like lamb of god avenge sevenfold's come up uh, I
1: would not really call them metalcore. I guess uh, Avenged like
0: yeah. early on, early like uh, the first yeah. two albums, definitely metal. Yes, core. Yeah, 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 definitely.
1: i um, Waking the Fallen. Yeah, what an album. It'll be up there. Uh, i Trying to think of all the bands I saw back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to so many of those fucking bands that I can't. Yeah. Like
2: you oh, love- you love maybe CD- on my posters.
1: Yeah, I know I was trying through them. Probably I think maybe maybe Bullet. Yeah. All right. God,
0: Bullet and Trivium usually come up a lot. I put them on the same yeah. level because Bullet kind of like started it and Trivium just like yep. surpassed them legacy-wise.
1: Yeah, it just really expanded upon the the lore that they were creating. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Um they're they're just a really good like metal. Like more metal, less core. Yeah, yeah, um, but still within
0: cool. the the early two thousands metal core. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: They were up yeah. in that yeah. echelon. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: sick. Um, yeah, fuck. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Killswitch. Darkest um, hour. Yeah.
1: Bullet and Parkway. That's a solid four. That's a solid yeah, four. That's not good. bad at all. That's good yeah. shit. All right. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna ring up my fucking emo big four. <laughs> yeah, up. we'll do that. <laughs> Fuck metalcore! Yeah. That shit's for losers. Emo, metalcore emo stars, top dude. four, emo all the way. Yep. All right, first fucking say a, all right All right, you got <laughs> so obviously. Sick. So sick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got Under Road. Yep, have to absolutely yep. have to definitely just
0: um, purely off the two biggest albums of all time, like of theirs, like yeah. off of if they did nothing other than define the great line and we're only chasing safety,
1: they would yep. still be in there. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like, their, their later work is really solid. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. But, like, yeah. those two albums are just, like, fucking home runs, both yeah. of them. Yeah. There is um, not a sure. skippable track. Oh, not at all. Yeah. Uh, this is a bit of a weird one, but Dance Gavin Dance is up there. Okay. Okay. Um, Downtown Battle Mountain is yep. a um, – it's still got a lot of those, like, emo elements yep. going on, um, yep. which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then, ooh! After that, um, what else have we got? And then, escape the fate, obviously. Escape the fate.
0: All right. What about you, Kieran? Yes. What's your top four emos?
2: Um, see, like, like my, my, my mind is immediately going to like, like, so my cam, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, like. Like, the, the, the emo at Holy Trinity was always Mike M, Fallout Boy, Panic, yeah. with, like, the 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 special asterisks for Paramore, even yeah. though Paramore should have been in there anyway. So I think yeah. that's kind of just, like, my automatic reaction. Yeah.
0: The the commercially successful emo bands.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So
0: they, were also, like, like, yeah. they were all They exactly. were successful
2: for a reason.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Decode came on at my work the other day, and I was like, what the f- Fuck this bangs. You forget
1: how yeah. fucking good that song is. I was like the Twilight <laughs> song is fucking sick. They did not have to go that hard. No. no. Fuck. Especially have to for set that, that soundtrack movie on fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but fuck Although me. there is something to be said for the first Twilight. Not a not a masterpiece by any means, yeah. but
0: I think I've seen like a- half an hour of it and I was like this is garbage.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I want to watch Steven Seagal movies instead.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Because they're they way better. <laughs> Barely. Watching him just like wave his hands around yeah. and like when he the runs. bad guy falls over himself into runs. a knife. Oh my god, I love this run so much.
0: Run is insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll hit the top five favorite artists or bands of all time and then we'll plug the album again and we'll get out of here. Oh yeah. So, uh Kira, you want to go? Yeah.
2: Um so the thing is I have top five. Bands, but then I, I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was just going to be bands or if it was okay. inclusive of artists.
0: I should have said and um, artists. That's on me.
2: Yeah. That's all good. Um, So I think I'll have to do Paramore and My Chem for the nostalgia. Yeah. Um. Uh, trophy Eyes, like Ooh. 99% because of just Chemical Miracles.
0: <sighs> Fuck, that um, album is so nuts. It is so it's, sick.
2: It's so good. It's just yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, ballpark music is like my favorite band of all time okay um it's been like just like indie rock but they bring me so much and then my my favorite artist in general is hosier always okay all the time
3: all right cool
1: sick
2: Sick. bit of variety there
1: yeah fuck yeah that's good that's that's a good thing about having kira in the band she like Brings us out of our little cave that we're in. Mm. Yeah, it's
2: like um, there, there's other it's shit out there. Already. I promise. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, there
0: definitely gone. is. Fuck as you. as I've gotten older, I'm like, you know what? I like, I don't need to listen to heavies super early in the morning. So like, my drive to work's yeah. either like city and color or like no. Texas rap music or Action Bronson. Fucking love Action yeah. Bronson. That Action shit Bronson is so is sick. Yeah. yeah, and I get told I look like him, and I'm like, I get it, but not really. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. there was a
0: like, there was a joke in our band chat for a while that i was called action johnson I was, like, good. I was like that no. is that is pretty good. good so i started How like cook are you oh immaculate i'm fucking well, the, best. the best just smoke any pro yeah, chef in the game bro, fuck. probably not hey. hey probably not but I, <laughs> I i can hold my own with a home cook yeah yeah, yeah. For sure man <laughs> yeah sick yeah all right. What about you, Ryan? What's your your top five bands and artists? Oh, shit. Very tough
1: one. Um, um, <laughs> um That was just like, I only got into them like a couple of years ago, but it's has okay. been like, um, yeah, it's I, I've just loved them since then. Hmm. Um, it has to be Metallica. Okay. Um, they've just been with me for, well, since I can remember playing music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then silver chair would have okay. to be a favorite this um, is a, a loose top five
0: i've not heard this like eclectic but also heavy
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah, man that's um, sick just trying to be um yeah that was like and they've got a, a really wide range of genres that they cover mm-hmm. as well um, yeah which is fucking amazing like diorama is a is a crazy fucking album
0: neon ballroom bangs
1: Neil and Ballroom is great. so good. It's, yeah, it's just such a solid, um, really good conceptual album. Um, probably say Bellhaven, okay, yeah is there? They're a All fantastic right. band. Um, and then, and then, um, probably give a shout out to my boys in Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> My 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 boys, (laughs) my best friend. Yeah, um I can't say Eddie because yeah, big rip. Wolfgang though. Wolfgang, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolfgang too. My boy Alex and
0: big thick Wolfgang.
1: Oh, oh, he's got that dumpy man.
0: Yeah, he's a big boy, Um, and that's coming from a big boy. (laughs) I know one when I see one.
1: It's good, man. He gets bit of tone that way. God dude. yeah. Um, damn, my boy Michael Anthony as well. Yeah. yeah those big ass harmonies, man. The, the my boy is so sick. <laughs> my boy. Yeah. Just
0: DM him and be like, sup homie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey Wolfie, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> That's so uh, sick. Yeah. And then uh for the fifth, um, bring me. Okay.
0: okay. Yep. Sick. Yeah, sick. Sick. What's your favorite bring me Howl. album?
1: there uh, There is a Hell.
0: The Jonah one. Yeah.
1: The Jonah one Yeah Yeah apparently
0: Yeah Yeah it was like His yeah. only contribution To that band Was that album
1: Yeah And it's, yeah. it's really fucking good Yeah um, Yeah um, Fuck it yeah. That's it it's
0: Sick Rushmore. Yeah, Sick Alright Album's coming out Is it the 24th Of November
1: Album is out 24th of November I Liminality I that. remember Yeah Big brain Yes yeah. Nice one Oh yeah, Johnny. yeah fuck yeah. yeah yeah all right sick <laughs> and then you just have a show with electric call uh yeah yeah, yeah yeah we've got so we got let me get the poster up here so i can yeah, plug yeah. the absolute fuck out of it i'll yeah, plug I it mean, in the it, intro and outro out. yeah well right. fuck oh.
0: never mind you can't get a ticket losers you missed out yeah,
1: it's sold out anyway you're more than yeah. happy to camp out maybe we'll throw you a t-shirt or something
0: sit outside and listen
1: all right. So we've got uh, the Techno World Tour. Yep. The 25th, the day after our album comes out. Um, Sick. We're in Perth at Metropolis. Yep. Um, and then 27th, Adelaide at Hindley Street Music Hall. 29th Sick. in Pika, Melbourne. 30th um, in Horton Pavilion in Sydney. And sick. then on the 1st of December, we're in Eaton's Hill Hotel in Brisbane. That's Liminality a fucking November good 24. venue. Free save it, pre-order it, yep. free come it um, yep. Yeah.
2: pre-come it. Yeah. We've got five songs out of 13 out already. So check those yep. out as well. Are you waiting?
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's sick. Awesome. Thanks for doing the pod, guys
2: no, thank I thank for so us, I really no
0: problem it. anytime all right that's it for another fucking however long <laughs> i said it in the intro uh I've, I've i'm two days late the reason i've not been putting these out as frequently right we'll get into a little bit about my brain and then we'll get into the promoting the band right um the reason i've been putting these out as frequently is because i'm very busy i'm very tired um when I started the podcast, my life was in a completely different space, where I owned a transport company, right? I had all this free time on my hands to put into the podcast, to put into the band, to put into my life, all all the good, good things, right? Now, I work 32 hours a week, every single week. I got Shokan, I got the pod, I got the wife, I got the kid on the way, you know how it is? Um, and, and you know, I'm a fucking tired man, I'm a tired man. Um, but you know, I'm doing what I can to give the bands the opportunity to speak about their music and their journey and I'm giving you, the listener, the experience of what it's like to be sort of one of us, I guess. The last few I've recorded, right? The Vilify one, the Future Static one and and next Fortnite's one, which I'll I'll announce now is Diamond Construct. Um, at the end of all of them, they tell me that it's really nice to do a podcast like this because it feels like how I wanted it to come across in the very beginning of musicians just talking at a show, like get, you know, like if you're a musician, you'll understand this. When you go to play a show and you're playing with bands, you don't really know, there's kind of like this little small talk and then you kind of like get to have a little bit of a chat and get to know each other a little bit. And then you start talking about like cool bands that are popping off right now, bands that like a bit influential to you and your band. And you kind of build the rapport from there. And that's what I wanted the podcast to be, kind of like a a snapshot into the green room conversations, so to speak. Um, And all three of those bands have said that to me. That it's, it's like being at a show and just talking shit with the other bands. And that's exactly what I wanted because I love that shit. That is like one of my favorite things about being a musician. Like I love shows. I love playing shows. I love crowd interaction. I love seeing new bands. I love seeing the response to certain parts of songs. I love playing my music the way I like to play it. But I like the camaraderie that is off the back of this one thing that like we all are into but there's so many different journeys into it and that's evident if you listen to like any other fucking episode i've done you listen to let's say the steel panther episode and then you listen to the heaven's gate episode and then you listen to the crowbar episode and you listen to the hell's horizon and outer worlds episode and it's so different every person I speak to has such a different story into this and it's really sick it's it's really interesting because I know my story and one day I'll tell my story but for now it's not about me it's fucking all about me it's not that was (laughs) that was a joke um yeah it's really cool and I I like that I can put an episode out and it'll do a certain amount of numbers and that's really fucking sick. It's really rewarding to see like people interacting with the podcast. It's really, really fucking cool. So if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell your enemies because if you don't like this, fuck you. Um, anyway, enough about that. Future Static, thanks to Ryan and Kira from, B- from Future Static for being on the episode. Really meant a lot. It was really great chat, really cool chat interesting topics um they have an album coming out tomorrow the 25th 24th of november uh called luminality uh and you can stream it wherever wherever you get it tomorrow if you are listening to this the day of release and if you're not fuck you you fucking loser um <clears throat> um <laughs> i'm so sorry um yeah, check it, check it out. And check them out. They're on tour really soon. I think they even plug it in the episode. They've got the Electric Cowboy Tour, which is really fucking cool. Electric Cowboy Techno World Tour. And it's all sold out. So if you can't get tickets, that's fucking why, you dork. Um, <clears throat> and anyway, fucking, I don't know. Listen to the pod like it share it tell a friend that's all i got uh this comes out on thursday morning so if you're listening to this on thursday and you got nothing to do with yourself you know it's a little fucking sneaky show on the bright side of the brighty you know uh park up at McWorders, have a little walk down on the bright side come check out some real fucking cool bands dead nerve the wandering fucking what right the wandering oh fucking that's that good brother complexant high ground former guest of the podcast raymond martin from wraith pterodactyl high ground Semplify, grave mind raymond <laughs> so dumb I've been out of my fucking mind all day, and now I'm putting it into this podcast, so you're welcome, um, and Shokan, Brizzy's baddest, best boys on the planet, uh, I think doors are seven, get down, buy a tiki, have a little fucking dance, man, that's all I got, <laughs> anyway, catch me in two weeks, uh, I already told you the guests. It's Diamond Construct. And we talk about the new single. It's fucking real cool. Um, Anyway, catch you in two weeks, roughly. See you later.
3: (laughs) Peace.